Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Odilon Alexander Oso Um, Welcome. Thanks for joining us today. Um, this conversation is going to be quick. We are going to be discussing the theory of everything. What is the theory of everything? So the theory of everything is a notion, a concept that there is a unifying equation uh, in a way to put it, a unifying philosophy that explains how nature works and explains how all systems work. Um, and this problem has been a fleeting one for a very long time. Um, um, at least in modern history, a modern, um, our modern understanding of, of nature, uh, this problem has yet to be solved. Uh, some of the greatest academics, philosophers, mathematicians, religious scholars have attempted to answer this question. Um, and depending on who you ask, uh, um, this is either a very complex, difficult problem, if not the hardest problem to solve. And, and, and the other school of thought is that um, this problem might be the simplest problem to solve. So it depends on what school of thought you come from. So today, uh, we're going to be exploring the theory of everything. Then I'm going to be picking a side uh, between these schools of thought. And then I'm going to be presenting a solution, a proposal for a theory that unifies all intelligent systems, unifies all nature into a theory, a system, that is, is, is infinitely finite. So essentially, we can think of this problem like this. Every time that humanity, human civilization, gained a better understanding of itself, then the playing ground for the human civilization got bigger. Every time that we understood more about ourselves, our universe got bigger. So this tells me that you can think of it like this. Imagine a bolted door in front of the human civilization. And essentially, it's our responsibility to solve a problem, to solve this problem, to unlock that door, to provide this door with a key to unlock the door so that humanity can progress to its next stage. And all the ancient scholars, a lot of the ancient scholars, a lot of the current acad academics spend their entire lives, their entire careers trying to understand, trying to come up with a solution to this problem what we call today the theory of everything. This, 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 this solution that will provide humanity the key to unlocking the next level of its existence. And we can go back in contemporary times to Galileo, Isaac Newton, Tesla, Paul Dirac, Albert Einstein. Contemporary times these men aided in giving humanity 
a bit a bit more understanding a little bit more understanding of, of itself and they slowly unlocked the door that gave humanity understanding of energy of where we are today now the question now is how does humanity unlock the next door the door that Albert Einstein was unable to unlock the door that Paul Dirac was unable to unlock the door that Hawking was unable to unlock how does humanity explain the emergence of nature itself how does humanity explain the nature of all systems how all systems emerge and how all systems interact whether it be biological systems whether it be celestial systems how does humanity explain its emergence its evolution and its interaction and that is the key that we are going to try to present today a proposal of a theory that unifies all systems into a unified philosophy a unified school of thought that explains the emergence of not just the human civilization but of the universe as a whole some would argue that modern academia has become too reductive what does this mean this means that we are essentially zooming in more and more and more and more with the understanding of the concept that the more we zoom in into a system the better our understanding is and the opposing school of thought which i tend to align more towards comes from the concept that a more deductive understanding of nature is more complete is more encompassing this means that zooming out of the system and then observing the system's interaction with other systems provides a more complete understanding of the universality of the system so these are the two opposing school of thoughts that we're going to explore today currently the prevalent school of thought is the more reductive school of thought which is why academia today is fragmented into multiple arrays of 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 of, of, um, of concentrations we now have been reducing our understanding to the point where we see all aspects of the system as distinct as opposed to unified which is the more deductive school of thought so the purpose of this conversation today is to present a deductive completely incomplete solution 
to the understanding, to our understanding of all systems. If nature is a system. And the solution to this problem is presented in this book. Authored by me. The title of this book is called Intelligent Systems, a Unified Intelligence Theory. In this book, I present a solution to how all systems emerge and how all systems interact with each other. Essentially, what we are trying to solve is for the algorithm, the rules that governs how nature runs. And this algorithm is a philosophical algorithm. This rule precedes the emergence of mathematics, the emergence of physics, the emergence of chemistry. This framework, this algorithm, gives rise to the infinite derivative or subsequent systems of knowledge that we've come to understand today. So the premise of this book, Intelligent Systems, is to present a philosophical framework that unifies all systems into a unified intelligence. This will provide a key that would allow human civilization to unlock this bolted door and give us a universal, unified understanding of not just Einsteinian energy or Newtonian physics or quantum mechanics, but a unified understanding of this gradient of intelligence and how planets interact with each other, how black holes emerge or what we know as black holes today, how human civilization evolves, the definition of time. This book proposes a unified intelligence theory that unifies all systems. 